Compared to the freezing weather outside, the stable was warm and steamy and alive with the sleepy murmurings of horses. Adrian Sulhan pulled off his fleece-lined gloves and stuffed them into his pockets. He went first to see if his father's pony, the latest in a long line of raggers, was still in a stall. He was, poking his head over the stall door, looking for a handout as usual. So his father hadn't left the city. Not yet, anyway. Hadrian needed to talk to him before he did. He walked on down the line of stalls to look in on the piebald mare. She came forward to meet him, lipping hopefully at his hand. Adrian studied her critically. Her eyes were bright, ears pricked forward, and when he ran his hand over her shoulder, he could tell that the muscles of her withers were filling in. Sliding his free hand under his coat, he gripped his amulet and sent a tendril of power into the mare, looking for trouble. To his relief, the white-hot focus of infection was nearly gone. You'll be all right, he murmured, stroking her head, proud that it was true. He heard Mansi's step and drag footsteps behind him. I thought that was you, boy, she said, coming up next to him. Here to see my Priscilla. It's amazing what you've done. I thought I had lost her, and now she's like a brand new horse. Actually, I'm looking for my da, and I thought I'd look in on Priscilla while I'm here, Adrian said. Have you seen him? She shook her head. Not today, no. Worry flickered across her face. You don't think the High Wizard will come here, do you? See... I'm moving slow this morning, and I only just got the front stalls mucked out. I need to... Don't worry, Adrian said, raising both hands. I just thought he might have stopped by. Mansi was a soldier who'd been assigned to the stables while she recovered from a nasty leg wound, courtesy of one of the Kingdom of Arden's collared mages. Now her wound drew Adrian's attention like a poke in the eye. It wasn't healing properly, he could tell, and he wanted to know why. In fact, Mansi had the smell of death on her. Hey, did you hear me? That was when Adrian realized that Mansi had asked a question. I'm sorry, he said, wrenching his attention back to the conversation. What was that? I said, is it all right if I put her back on her regular feed? Mansi said a little huffily. Oh, ah, uh, two more days of the mash, and then she can go back, he said. Grain was hard to find after a quarter century of war. Nobody was getting fat in Felsmarch these days. I was telling Hughes at Westgate about you, Mansi said. I told him you was just a litling, but you can work miracles with horses. I'm not a litling, Adrian thought. Maybe I don't have my growth, but I'm already thirteen. He's got a moon-blind horse that aren't getting any better, and he asked me to ask you if you might come by and take a look. The West Gate was two days' ride away, and Adrian was hoping to leave town in a week. I can't go out there right now, but I'll send over an ointment that might help, he said. He paused, clearing his throat. A litling healer might be good enough for horses, but... How's the leg? 
Nancy grimaced. It's all right, I guess. It's closed over, but it's still giving me a lot of pain. Plus, I can't seem to get my strength back. I've been back to the healing halls three different times, but they don't want to see me. Nancy's collarbones stuck out more than before, and Adrian noticed that she leaned on the stall door for support. Mind if I take a look? Nancy blinked at him. At me? You do people, too. Adrian bit back the first response that came to mind. Sometimes. All right, then. Be my guest. Nancy sat down on an overturned bucket and rolled back her uniform breeches. When he went to touch her leg, though, she flinched back. You aren't going to do anything, are you? Like? Hexit or something? Veilfolk were wary of wizards for good reason.